You have reached episode 66 of the Ranting Weight Watcher. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy this show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If the podcast app you're listening on allows you to rate the show, please leave a four-star or five-star rating. Any rating is greatly appreciated. Here we are, another Friday, and this is the busiest shopping day of the year because we are on Black Friday, and everybody is dealing with nice full bellies from Thanksgiving, probably. We're not going to waste any time. Let's get into this. Journey updates. Okay, guys. Good week. I am down four pounds this week. Now, I'm hesitant to be celebrating here because you know what? Since August... Since the beginning of August, my journey has been so up and down. You know what? You know what's crazy? If I had a line graph and one line was for eating, one line is for exercise, and the other line is for the scale result, the eating and exercise would be a straight line because that's how consistent I am with both of those things. But the scale result... (laughs) man, oh man, would it be all over, up and down and all around. And, I mean, I just, it it makes you, it's enough to make you crazy. Enough to make you crazy. But we'll get a little into that more later. For the month of November, we are up 2.4 pounds. Total loss since January 2019 is 138 pounds. The pounds remaining to milestone 150 is 12 pounds. The pounds remaining to milestone 175 is 37 pounds. And the pounds remaining to the 200 milestone is 62 pounds. It's hard to say I'm really hesitant to really feel anything for this weigh-in. You know, I stepped on the scale and saw that I was down four pounds. I was relieved more than anything else, for sure. But there is no celebration. Celebrating right now feels like, you know, in a football game, the team is down, let's say your team, your favorite team is down 30, 40 points. Somebody on the defense sacks the quarterback and celebrates like he just won the Super Bowl. Meanwhile, you're down 40 points. It's enough to make you insane. Like, shut your mouth, get back to work. And that's how I felt with this weigh-in. Shut your mouth and get back to work. I wasn't even going to announce the weigh-in this week. Because it's just like... It, it's almost like, now here we go, right? So I'm down four this week. 
We were up six last week. 6.4 last week. And this week I dropped four. And now we're heading into Thanksgiving week. As we speak, I'm recording this on Tuesday night before Thanksgiving. And it's hard to say this is something to celebrate when you're staring. It's like, oh yeah, we survived the, you know, out of the frying pan into the fire (laughs) kind of a thing. You know, we can't dwell on it too much. Just like I said, back to work, keep your mouth shut. That's what I did. I told, I tell you guys just because it's part of the show now. It also keeps me accountable, making it part of the show. But I want to talk a little bit today about, a little more about the plan. And I just, just, I discovered something today. As Thanksgiving approached, I told you guys last week that I had a plan to deal with Thanksgiving. And that plan was to eat on the low side of my blue point zone, my healthy eating zone. My low eating zone right now is 24 points. Okay? That's the low end. The high end would be 43 points. We head into Thanksgiving, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, in the past when I've dealt with situations where I needed to have extra points here and, you know, and try to make up for it in certain ways or plan for it, I either went out, did some exercise to earn more points, and then there were other times where I couldn't exercise, so then I concentrated on eating on the low end of the healthy eating zone. So then I thought, hey, why not team these up for Thanksgiving? Every other day of the week except Thursday, I would eat on the low end of the healthy eating zone. In my case, that would be 24 points. So I was like, okay. And then, all the while, earning extra points by going for walks almost daily, taking minimal rests, and just earning activity po- as many activity points as possible, this way enabling me to make a plan for Thanksgiving, have everything I want within whatever points I can earn before Thanksgiving. So that started, that started way in day earning the fit points or the activity points started Saturday and we're continuing it straight up right up until Thursday morning, because I will go for a walk on Thursday morning to earn more right on the day. Now I had to take a day off today. So that's one rest day and we're going to, we're going to get back to work tomorrow and we'll get another walk in on Thursday morning and we'll do it on Friday as well, but that'll be the aftermath, but it's still before weigh in. So we'll go and earn some more activity points on the Friday because it's still before next Saturday's weigh in. But anyway, I said, okay, so low eating zone, earn as many points as possible Use whatever points we create from Saturday to Thursday to eat on Thursday to enable us to eat and enjoy all of the wonderful things that are made on Thanksgiving. I mean, staying within points, 
that I create. So right now, just to give you an idea, I have 65 activity points waiting, waiting to go for Thanksgiving. I'm not done earning them for that time. And um, we're going to keep going tomorrow and Thursday. We got plenty of time left to earn them. And so in addition to the 33 daily points, I plan to use however many of the 67 so far that I've created for Thursday. Because I'm going all out. You never believe when you start making stuff on your own, like this, my my family, we, they make... Um, they make a cranberry sauce, homemade, none of that canned stuff. I never liked the canned stuff as a kid, and I still don't like it to this day. But one day I tasted, my mother-in-law makes this cranberry sauce, and she puts chunks of pineapple in the cranberry sauce. <laughs> and I can't, it's like mind-blown. You know, it's insane to have to make it fresh and then to put chunks of pineapple in it, it it's just oh it's so fantastic and she also does another one where she does chunks of orange in it whether they're tangerines or mandarins I don't know I don't know what it is but there's chunks of orange in the cranberry sauce so this year she did the one with the pineapple because that's what I requested. I mean, it is the probably the one thing I look forward to most on the entire table these these last few years. I mean, all of it together is wonderful. Don't get me wrong. And I plan to have every single thing on the table. Here's what I discovered in my creation of my plan I decided to stay on that low point, the low end of the healthy eating zone. As I said, I didn't want to sacrifice the amount of food I was eating. So how do you do that? How do you go to the low end of your healthy eating zone without losing any food? I switched as many foods as I could to zero point foods. And that's how I would achieve the low end of the healthy eating zone. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to explain to you what happened with my plan and how it kind of went wrong on me. So don't go anywhere. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to the Ranting Weight Watcher. If you would like to connect on social media, we would love to connect with you. On Facebook and Instagram, search for at The Ranting Weight Watcher. On Twitter, search for at The Ranting WW. On the Weight Watchers Connect app, search for at Ranting Weight Watcher. You can also email the show, say hello or share your story with us. Send your emails to TheRantingWeightWatcher at gmail.com. You can also call the show and leave a voicemail message that could be played on the air. Just call 505-652-7268. Again, that's 505-652-7268. We look forward to hearing from you. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. 
We are proud to announce that the reigning Weight Watcher is now rated number 4 in Feedspot.com's Top 10 Weight Watchers Podcasts. Click the link in the show's description if you wish to see the full list. If the podcast app you are listening with allows you to rate the show, please leave a 4-star or 5-star rating, whatever is in your heart to leave. Any rating is greatly appreciated. And now, without further delay, here is the star of the show, Donato Russo. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. So let me tell you something about myself. I don't know, in my 20s, in my early 20s, somewhere around there, I was diagnosed with hypoglycemia. And if you don't know what hypoglycemia is, it's basically the opposite of diabetes. So what happens to me essentially is if I eat something high in sugar, my body produces too much insulin and my sugar then crashes below below normal. Now, depending on the severity of how much sugar I eat, the, the more sugar I eat, the more severe the crash. Okay? That's basically how it goes. In the same token, if I avoid sugar... I don't have the I don't have any problems whatsoever. So it's a good incentive to stay away from things high in sugar. Now this is one of the biggest reasons I stay away from ice cream. Because ice cream is you can set your clock by it. 2 hours. Exactly 2 hours from when I finish the ice cream, it's happening. My sugar is going to crash. Same thing with any kind of any kind of dish that involves maple syrup. Exact same thing. You can set your watch for two hours and watch me go into a sugar crash. Exactly two hours from when it happens. Those are just the most notable things. And there are many things with sugar that would cause this. Now, it, it takes a lot less of ice cream and syrup than it does other things. It all depends on how, how sweet the thing is that I'm eating. Okay? So anyway... I got diagnosed with this at a very young age because I went to a diner and this diner in, in Connecticut, in Milford, Connecticut, it's called Chips. They make 46 different kind of pancakes. And the pancake I, deci- I decided to eat on that day was a sweet potato pancake. <laughs> it was like eating, only thing I was missing was the marshmallows that you would eat on Thanksgiving Day. That's the only thing I was missing. But anyway, after eating those sweet potato pancakes with the syrup on them, I, I fainted. I had, a, a, had an issue where I fainted, and it was because the sugar crashed. I got, you know, went to doctors, and shortly after that, I was diagnosed. But anyway, as I approached this Thanksgiving plan, I said I had switched a bunch of those foods to zero-point foods. On Monday... I decided I was going to change those foods to zero-point foods and then go exercise too later in the day. Around 12.30, 12.45, I started to have, like my hands started shaking. I started to feel um, disoriented and I felt like I was starting to perspire. These are all things that happened to me when my sugar starting to crash. And I said, what the hell's going on here? I didn't eat anything out of the normal. I didn't eat anything sweet. What is going on here? Anyway, I chalked it up to thinking maybe it was because I waited too long to eat because typically I would eat closer to 12 and I was pushing one at that point. 
And maybe that's why it happened. I didn't know. I couldn't figure it out because I didn't eat anything that I don't eat every Monday. So anyway, we fast forward to Tuesday. Today, I go through the exact same motions. And 12.30 on the nose, again, my sugar crashes. And I'm going, son of a bitch, what the hell is going on here? And now, now I'm kind of aggravated. What is causing this? It's never happened before. I'm eating all of the same items. The only change I made was to switch to zero-point items with whatever items I could switch to zero-point items. So if my yogurt had a version of yogurt that was zero points, I switched to that. If my cottage cheese had a version of cottage cheese that was zero points, I switched to that. That was part of my effort to get to the low end of the healthy eating zone. So here we are, and I'm dealing with another sugar crash two days in a row. I deal with it by, you know, I go and grab, we, we always keep juice in the house that is not like, it's not sugar-free. So that if I have something like this happen, it's like a little juice cup or whatever, I drink it, give it, you know, 20 minutes or so, and I'm fine. But anyway, I go and get that juice, going through the motions, whatever I got to do, I'm fine again. So then I really start questioning what the heck caused this two days in a row when the only thing I really changed was which kind of cottage cheese I eat. So it made me think, just go ahead and check the cottage cheese. Compare it to what you normally eat. Okay. After work today, I punch out, go downstairs, compare the two. Now, the one I normally eat, the good culture, the pre-measured portion with the fruit on the bottom, three grams of sugar for six ounces of cottage cheese. Now, it did not help me for the fact that I switched to a a cup. So part of this is self-inflicted. Had I stayed with the measurement that was on the side of the container with a half cup, it would have been slightly less cottage cheese than having the container but at least it would be zero points and I still had cottage cheese. So for half a cup of this cottage cheese that is supposed to be zero points, it's exactly double the sugar. Double the amount of sugar, six grams per serving. So six, uh, six ounces is a bigger serving than a half a cup, yet there's more sugar in the half a cup that's supposed to be zero points than there was in the other. Double the amount of sugar. So now you add to it the fact that I changed it to a cup. So we went from 3 grams of sugar to 12 grams of sugar, which, I mean, when you're talking about this 12 grams, what's the big deal? We're talking about grams here. But for hey, listen, every other day of the week I eat the good culture. I never had any problems. And tomorrow I'm switching back to the good culture to see if I go through this same problem by simply eliminating Did I add to the problem by making it a a cup of cottage cheese? Yes, I absolutely added to the problem. Maybe we have to be more concerned with these fat-free items. I haven't done much looking into this. And, you know, this was mentioned to me by one of my people in my consistency challenge, the hidden sugar in fat-free foods. I believe that's what she had sent me an article about it, and I never got to reading it. I had it in my bookmarked to read it, and um, I just haven't gotten to it. But now, because of my experience here, you may find that I, I get into get in a little more deeper into this situation. How many of the zero-point foods that we depend on 
end up being high in sugar to make up for the fat-free. And maybe for everyone else on the planet, 12 grams versus, or even if I just followed the thing. So 6 grams versus 3 grams, it wouldn't affect the majority of you. But obviously the 12 grams, because I chose to have a cup, affected me. Because I eat cottage cheese every day. And I pay two points for that cottage cheese every day. Matter of fact, I think the one with pineapple is three points. I believe the plain one with no fruit, but 2% is two points. And then the pineapple one is three points. But it was eye-opening. Eye-opening to say the least. How many of these fat-free zero-point items do we not even realize that there's sugar hidden in them? You would never think... There would be more sugar in non-fat cottage cheese than there would be with the cottage cheese that has fruit on inside of it. Serving per serving, it's double the amount of sugar. And then you add to the fact that the, the stipulation that it has zero points, and anybody would do what I did. Anybody would double it and say, I'm going to have a cup, just to make sure they stay satisfied. It's not like I went crazy. I just doubled the serving. You ever see the size difference between a half cup and a cup? I mean, it's not much difference. It makes you wonder, the full-fat cottage cheese, how much sugar is in it? It just makes me wonder. This this experience was definitely eye-opening, to say the least. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving and things that I'm thankful for. Don't go anywhere. Hello. I'm Donato Russo, and I am the Ranting Weight Watcher. I wrote an affirmation. It's called the Ranter's Creed. I dedicate that affirmation to all of you who are watching. Nothing can stand in your way because you are an unstoppable force. Your challenges crumble in your presence because you are so strong. Your insecurities no longer have power over your life because you are so confident. Your mistakes are your choices and you are okay with this because you are so intelligent. The mirror and the scale no longer haunt you because you are so beautiful. You can face any circumstance with unwavering support because you are so loved. The demons of your past can no longer torment you because you love yourself. All things are possible as long as you believe because God is on your side. You will achieve all of your goals, not if, but when, because you have no boundaries. You are the champion of your story because you do whatever it takes to win. No one can take what you've done away from you 
because you are the author and the hero of your story. Arise, champion. The victory is yours. Because you are enough. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. In light of it being Thanksgiving, I know you're listening to this podcast the day after Thanksgiving, but I wanted to take some time and tell you some people that I am thankful for in my life. In the past few weeks, I have gone to a pretty dark place because of the up and down scale results I was receiving, meanwhile staying consistent with everything else. And I had gotten to the point with basically everything I had lost in basically in July came right back after that. It was like incrementally. It wasn't like all at once that it came back. But it did, slowly but surely. All of the weight lost in July came back over August, September, October. And to the point, basically, last week, I was within a half pound of where I was before July started. I was a half pound down from where I was then. And it was, it was so aggravating. So aggravating. I, ha- I am blessed to have two coaches in my life who go above and beyond anything they're asked to do by their employer. They reach out to me on a regular basis. They're supporters of the podcast. They listen to me and use their personal time to listen to my show when they don't have to do that. And they're always with the encouraging words of things they like that I said, even sometimes agreeing to disagree (laughs) on things that I say. I have a in-studio coach. I haven't been to the studio in a while. Her name is Terry. And she's in my consistency challenge group on Facebook. So we interact on Facebook a lot. And she heard the podcast, heard where I, the place I was mentally. She reached out to me with very, very heartfelt text messages. And I truly appreciate that. I love you. Thank you for everything. 
Thank you for using your personal time, Terry, to deal with someone like me. I mean, that's, that's above and beyond anything Weight Watchers asks you to do. And I appreciate and love you. Another coach I am blessed to have in my life is Coach Sophie F., a national coach. She does virtual meetings for Weight Watchers. And I attend her meetings a few days a week, whenever I can. And she also recognized very quickly that I was in a, in a dark place. And was checking in with me regularly, almost on a daily basis, multiple times a day. Again, above and beyond anything Weight Watchers would expect her to do. She did. She went above and beyond. Sophie, thank you. I truly appreciate you. A personal, using your personal time to help me in my journey and to help me out of a dark moment in my journey. I truly appreciate and love you. For everything you do for me. I also received a couple of emails. Which I'm going to play for you. Because I'm really bad at reading out loud. And I have them pre-recorded. A pre-recorded message here. That I'm going to play for you guys. And I'm going to play your emails now. The following is an email received from our faithful listener on Connect, Allison is Accountable. Episode 65 was spot on amazing. I find it uncanny how I often find myself thinking along the same lines as you. I started tracking my calories on my Fitbit app to see where my points are falling. I was walking in the 37 degree cold and windy hills listening to you. I have a busy practice as a therapist. With two teenagers, family life, and my personal time, I think of my time as a precious commodity. I always make time for your podcast, because you are worth it. I know you have mentioned some less than helpful experience in therapy prior to your surgery many years back. As a cognitive behavioral therapist, what we work on the here and now and the intrusive thoughts aka voices in your head. I know you know, but felt the need to say it anyway. You are accountable, consistent, funny, and most importantly authentic. Your podcast add value and are helpful to so many. You not being worthy of sharing this with the world is beyond irrational, and distorted thinking, Happy Friday. You put in so much work, and it shows. Keep on keeping on, Mr. D, ranting Weight Watcher. Your friend. Allison is accountable. The following is an email received from our faithful listener, Joyce C. Dear Donato. First, I want to thank you for all your efforts to share your journey with us on Connect and the weekly podcasts. I see myself in so many of your shares, and yet we are quite different. I am 70 years old, been at WW programs on and off for 52 years. From 327 pounds to current 191 pounds and everything in between. Because of your determination and vulnerability, I feel a partnership like none other. This solo quest has now taken on duality. This Thanksgiving, one of my biggest gratitudes is you. 
Doing your plan, my way, is to eat my basic personal points, 17 each day from Friday through Wednesday. I will pre-plan Thursday, but not beyond my weeklies. Weigh in one day late on Saturday. Exercise daily, and a 45-minute walk on Thursday. Then have what I have on Saturday, on the scale, and then move on to conquering the minefield of the next holiday. I want, what you want for yourself. Blessings to you and your family. Joyce The following is an email received from our faithful listener, Lynn B. Hello. I have been following your podcast and have even gone back and listened to all of your older podcasts. Today's podcast was especially helpful for me. You said that as long as one person is listening and needs to hear what you have to say, you will keep doing it. Well, one person is listening who needs to hear it. I don't listen to you because you are perfect and have no struggles and have all this wrapped up in a bag. I listen to you because I can relate to you, and you keep it real. Your podcasts encourage me and make me think about things in a different way. Please keep doing what you are doing. It matters to this person. I am a WW member, I have currently lost 129 pounds but still have a good 100 left to lose to get to a healthy weight. I caught one of your posts recently on Connect about the new program, and spoke to you briefly. I was the one that lost 12 daily points. It is working for me alright though, it seems to have balanced out with the zero point foods and I am losing on it, so it's good so far. Thank you for what you do. It makes a difference and helps me so much. I was even inspired to start walking because of you, and though I don't get in as much walking as you do, I am up to 4 miles a day which for me is amazing. I took up dumbbell lifting and squats with dumbbells after listening to you talk about the kettlebells. One of my favorite sayings is, I woke up in a dark room where there was no light, so I decided to be a light. I even bought the little words project bracelet with the words, be a light. I wear it all the time. Thank you for being a light. Lindby. What I'm most thankful for this year is for the love and support of my wife and daughter who tolerate all kinds of things that I have to do to make this podcast happen. There's a lot of work that goes into this. And a lot of time I spend away from them when I should be with them. And I'm doing this instead. Whether it's editing, whether it's looking for music, whatever it is. They tolerate a lot of things and a lot of my own absence so I can get this done for all of you. And without their support, I'd not be able to do that. And I am also thankful for all of you. Because when I was down and out, the outpouring of affection I received was uh, incredible. It was that moment that I realized there's really nothing we can't do. All of us together knowing each other's stories and knowing what positions we are in, whether we're down and out or whether we're feeling strong. And for someone to be willing to 
a complete stranger. You don't know me from Adam, but you, you reach out and you say, hey, I know you're down, I know you're out, but this is what you do for me. This is how you've touched my life. So please, whatever it takes to get you out of this position in your life, just do it. Because I need that guy. I need the person that uh, supports me in his special way to keep supporting me in that special way. And I want to pay it forward now because you supported me. I want to support you when you're down and out. And there's really nothing, nothing that can stop us if we cultivate this bond that we've all created here and stick together and know when, when, and when someone's down, pick them up. It doesn't matter if even you know what is down about them. Just pick them up and keep moving forward. Don't let them stay down. Because if they stay down, they can only get worse from there for all, for all you know. So pick them up. Snap them out of it and move forward with them. And the bond just gets stronger every time we are all there for each other. I thank all of you guys for your love and your support and that outpouring of affection. It really helped me get through this. Because even I get angry when things don't go my way. I may seem like I have it all figured out, but I don't. I'm fighting every day just like you. And without you, without your support, without the support of my wife and my daughter and my family, I wouldn't be nearly as successful as I am today. And for that, I can never thank any of you enough. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.